shit's about to hit the fan. You're listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. It's time to take it to the Could everybody stop getting injured for just two hours so that we can do this show? Hey yo, it's Thursday, and you know what that means. It's Max Wrestling episode 380. This is your captain speaking along with El Jefe, Moses Marquez. Top of the morning. Top of the morning back at you. Um, so yeah, it's been an up and down week. It's, uh, it's an exciting week for professional wrestling fans and sports entertainment fans. Not so much. Sports entertainment. Sports this Sunday, Predictions title will be on the line. Plus, Triple H, uh, apparently back at the PC. Every motherfucker getting injured. So let's pose our questions to TikTok. Um, these are the things we're going to be talking about this week. It's time to lay the talk down. You told the AEW guys to stay away. I don't play that game. So let's get into white. So, first of all, TikTokers, we want to know um, who you think will replace Brian Danielson this Sunday at Forbidden Door. All signs point to Cesaro, um, a.k.a. Claudio Castagnoli, as the main suspect, and makes perfect sense. Love it. If you think anybody different, or if you agree with that, let us know in the comments. Stitch, Jonathan duet, Gresham. whatever it is you do. Question number two, are you at all excited for yet another Brock v. Roman match at SummerSlam. As you can see, Moses ain't, and neither am I. (laughs) And finally, uh, the third question this week, should Triple H be given back control of NXT after reports came out last night of him um, appearing at the Performance Center and basically just saying he's back? Yes, Um, yes, and some more yes. After fucking newly. Maybe we can actually watch NXT again. So Nice. Those are our free questions. If you have an opinion, let us know. And either Moses will get back to you on the app or we will get back to you next week. That's right. Um, last week, we asked, should Jeff Hardy <clears throat> continue wrestling after rehab? Um, SSB Tim's said, Jeff Hardy should retire because he's not as good as he once was and he's got too much heat on him at this point. Which I think he, he can't really argue with. I was going to say, uh, homeboy hit the nail on the head. He does have a lot of heat on him, and we've been saying for a while now, he's 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 slowed down. He's not quite at the top of his game. I mean, he hasn't been at the top of his game for a couple of years, but he's really shown it lately. Um, Travis also said, my heart wants Jeff to continue, but for the sake of his own well-being, he should probably retire. See, that, that's from a Jeff Hardy diehard right there. Oh, yeah, that's from a dude with Jeff Hardy tattoos. Got dudes met Jeff Hardy. So one of his tattoos is his signature for crying out loud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it's it's a sucky situation for Jeff Big time. and his fans. Um so thank you actually people for for getting for responding to later talk down last week. Second question, actually the, the next two were only answered by Travis. Um <laughs> we also asked <clears throat> uh is this the end of Vince McMahon or will he survive yet another court case? Travis says VKM it's a shock he's lasted this long, but he'll probably get away with it just uh probably get away with it too more than likely. Uh I don't know. We'll see. This is it's this is in the 90s. You can't just get away with anything nowadays, especially w- when it comes down to like paying off an affair. 
people yeah. make a gigantic deal about this and it's just it's it doesn't look good um i will admit some people on tiktok are like in love with the idea that this is their way of working us and it's like dude <laughs> you do understand he's got two contracts right that he's not only you know he was a former ceo but he's a fucking talent right he, he's got a con a talent contract Right. Yeah, why he, else would the dude show up and then just introduce SmackDown? That's why he showed up in character as not Vince McMahon, Mr. McMahon. As Mr. McMahon, MacMahon. Uh, and finally, we also asked, how do you feel about Roman Reigns not working pay-per-views, even though he's going to be at SummerSlam? Um, Travis said, I strongly believe that whomever is champion, regardless of main or mid, should be showcased on every show, not just pay-per-view, and at least defend every pay-per-view. No arguments here. No. Uh, World champ should be defended on pay-per-views. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, we had three new questions for you. Get back to us, and we'll lay the talk down again next week. And now, for stupid shit, people say online, this is why shit marks say. Crap. OMG, Kevin Nash. Who the hell told you tonight was open mic night, bitch? Tell me you did not... Just say that. WTF thought he was dead. LOL. Names have been changed to protect their stupidity. Uh, so <laughs> do we got anything from the TikTok nerds this week? Um, hold on. Do you know what? Now you. I, lo- I love how we just like promoted TikTok, and then in the next segment, we call them TikTok nerds. Well, the the sad reality is some guys hit the nail on the head with just absolute stupidity, and it's 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 brutal, brutal as they say. Um, not all nerds. Some of them make sense. Okay, as, you as know what? Said. I will admit that there was uh one giant nerd, but he wasn't on TikTok. However, he is that dude with Chris <clears throat> Van Bleet. Did we, I think we talked about him last week? The whole idea of you know, oh wrestling, you know wrestling's fake, right? Oh, that dumbass. <clears throat> yeah, and I was like, that was pretty much the bit of it. And then, like I said, people going around saying that the whole VK thing was a VMK, whatever, was a work. He was like, you know, oh, this is their way. But it's like, no, dude, this is like going to be some legit shit. Um, I mean, for crying out loud, he just paid off fucking uh, Oliver Luck. So, I mean, there's one court case settled right there. Boom, bam. So, yeah, dude, he's trying to get the hell out of here. If he's going to end up being on TV for a little bit, that's what it's going to end up being. But it's like, no, he's. <clears throat> now you're fucked. I mean. He's fucked, but people are, you know, people are standing behind him. There's some diehards that are, oh, that doesn't matter what he does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. sure? And I was going to do another tweet first, but I'm going to go to that second because this one, I'm just, it's WWE marks. I don't don't have a particular tweet for this one. It's just e-drones in general. Um, this week they've shown more than ever how much they shamelessly sniff Vince's jockstrap. It's ridiculous. After that ridiculous and equally shameless ratings grab on SmackDown, uh, the drones just poured out their love and support for Vince and sneered that Vince is basically just laughing in everybody's face. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I have, I've, I've always said this, and I will say it even more right now. Vince McMahon is literally Jim Jones the second. If if he invites his most loyal e-drones to a private island to drink the poison Kool-Aid, they'll fucking do it. They'll fucking get on whatever plane, <laughs> whatever, whatever they need to get on and get there with fuck, in a fucking heartbeat, bud. 
in a heartbeat because anything he says to them is gold and he can, he can do no wrong. It's fucking ridiculous. He's brainwashed people. He's like, like, uh, like the idea that anything that's not the E is the minor leagues. Like that was another thing I've been seeing all over the fucking internet all this week was, Oh, you know, because people are still shitting on Brian because, Oh, well now he just stays hurt. Now he just, he's just constantly hurt. The guy had to medically retire. He was medically cleared after, what was it, like seven years? Yeah. And then, yeah, so he wants to work a stronger style. But the last time I checked, he got injured pretty quick when he worked in the E. It, it comes with the territory. This isn't ballet. Guys are going to get hurt. Does it, you know, does it suck that they're working a stronger style and we're going to miss out on something like a Zack Sabre Jr. versus Brian Danielson at a pay-per-view? Yeah, but I mean, it, it doesn't mean it's not going to happen at some point, you know. But the idea that AEW is the minor leagues. Oh, you! Lo- I love this quote because it's been playing in my head for uh, at least a whole week now. Is I left I, I left the WWE as a massive star to work the minor leagues. Why? And I'm like, well, first off, if you call it minor leagues to get paid more money work less dates and stay on national television then in baseball terms i ain't going to the show i'm gonna stay right here in the minor leagues baby <laughs> i'm good i'm good my favorite excuse for this whole vince mcmahon worshiping shit is uh, he he made me fall in love with wrestling he he gave he gave us wrestling i'm like yeah me too but i grew out of his bullshit he like, didn't give us wrestling. Wrestling was there. He just so happened to be able to present it to us. Yeah. You know, he made wrestling what it is today. Um, I'm not going to still support him just because he entertained me when I was fucking eight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. When you caught my attention at six years old and lost at around 21, I don't want to hear it. You know, did I, was I, did I follow along for 10 years because of... I don't know, habit, whatever. Yeah. But like when you, when I've gotten to the point, I've, I think I haven't really sat down and full blown watch Raw Smackdown now for a, almost a full year now. And it's like, you wonder why, you know? And then like someone like the E-Drones will even say the same stuff that we are. It's like, dude, you're, you're literally like insulting our intelligence. You're literally like, you know, walking up and saying, oh, we know exactly what you want, but we don't care. You know, stuff like that. It's like the same complaints we have, but they are just, they're so in love that that lust even, it, it blinds them. And I'm not saying that, you know, AEW is the greatest thing since sliced bread, you know what I mean? They can never do any wrong. They can go no bad, blah, 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 blah. No, I'm just saying it doesn't hurt to broaden your horizons, but to right. open up your specter. Like, I'm still trying to get access to access so I can watch goddamn Impact. Like, come on. That's it. It's not it's not just WWE versus AEW. There's Impact. There's New Japan. There's There's MLW. Even smaller promotions. People are in love with GCW right now. Think of like um, what is it? The iPay-per-view scene. There's you can literally watch big time independents or low time independents, whatever the fuck you want to call them, all around the states because of some of these awesome fucking apps. So it's like, yeah, if you really want to see your specific style, you're the style you love to watch, 
You can watch it. Say you're a comedy guy that likes strong style DDTs right up your fucking alley. And you can subscribe to them every month. I think it's like seven bucks, eight bucks. The same thing as New Japan. Then there's New Japan. You have, uh, what is it? Uh, all, uh, all Japan. They're, they have yeah. a streaming service. Noah has a streaming service. Um, fucking, we Triple Mania. We just saw fucking Triple Mania the other night. Like, just open up the horizon. It's not hot. Not hot. You're not a wrestling fan. You're a WWE fan. That's the that's the true difference. That is the true difference. So first, Mark up is disastrous account. Uh, disastrous account says, AEW killed Impact. WWE is helping them to survive. It's a difference between WWE a major league and AEW a minor league. Oh, uh, minor league shit. Were you just not watching wrestling ten years ago? Like Impact went from second biggest promotion in the U.S. to life support when they were WWE's only competition. Mm-hmm. Then, then WWE took AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, Bobby Roode, Kurt Angle went back, um, Bobby Lashley went back. They they buried EC3 deeper than Jimmy Hoffa. Uh, like I don't understand how you would think WWE is keeping Impact alive when they almost pretty much put the final nail in the coffin ten years ago. Um, AEW, on the other hand, they put their world champion Kenny Omega, a guy that E Jones would soil themselves to if he showed up on Raw, uh, on Impact every week. Uh, they got a huge ratings boost that first week, and then fans just weren't interested after the first week. So, um, AEW did everything they could to I was going to say, I was like, but the last time I checked, at least they fucking tried, but... Yeah, they they actually worked together what, on that one. Yeah, what what did the E do besides take all of their talent? Oh, oh, Mickey James made that Royal Rumble appearance. Wow. What happened then? Oh, wasn't that the Forbidden Door? <laughs> That that was just like a little deal, just like when um, no, that was that was somebody in the fucking E land saying we need to use this term and piss them off, and that's right. what they did. They used it, the fucking term and they pissed us off. It was no different to when WWE allowed Christian Cage to go back on to I think it was Slammiversary to just cut a promo in exchange for Ric Flair coming back to uh, join the Hall of Fame. Wow, that 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 was pretty much it. Um. So for me, Impact lost its identity. WWE took its gatekeepers, and then the fans abandoned it. That's all that happened. Sounds about right. Uh, next up, we have Dork in the Green Mask. Love it. <laughs> who wasn't particular? Who was very confused by uh, Thunder Rosa facing Tony Storm at Forbidden Door, um, because Dorky says. But it's still AEW versus AEW. Guess no women in New Japan want to be jobbed out. Uh, yes, the uh, the women in AEW in New Japan so stubborn they never show up. <laughs> it's because they don't have a women's division. <laughs> God bless America. Tell, tell me Jeez. you don't watch anything outside of WWE without telling me you don't watch anything. It's literally not that hard. It's not that hard to Google, does New Japan have a women's division so I can make a stupid joke? No, they don't. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, Even even if you just Googled who is the current 
IWGP Women's Champion. This page does not exist. Yeah, you'd get them. Uh, what? <laughs> Actually, I want to know what happens if you do Google that. That'd be hilarious uh, if something cool happened. IWGP Women's... If, if it takes me to stardom, I'm going to crease. <laughs> oh, it took me to a Reddit thread. Um, nice. Asking basically why there's no IWGP Women's title. Oh, there you go. All, all you have... had to do was Google. Mm-hmm. One time. <laughs> One time, bud. Instead, you made yourself look stupid. Yeah, I'm sure it's um, I mean, there is a couple of things they could have done. They could have had Rosa versus um, and the Impact World Women's Champion, the, the Knockouts Champion. They could have had the NWA Women's Champion. But end of the day, this is about AEW versus New Japan. So if you're going to just throw in an AEW versus AEW match just because New Japan doesn't have a women's division, that's fine. Works for me. I mean, there's. I don't think that's the only one that's, um, you know, AEW versus AEW. I'm pretty yeah. sure there was another one. There's a couple that's AEW heavy, and then there's just like one New Japan guy in there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. <laughs> Um, all right. Um, this is why they're marked, and that's the shit they say. So let's go to the desk and start discussing this past week in wrestling, of course. Um, we're kicking it off with the massive injuries that have occurred in the last week or so. Um, mainly Brian Danielson is out of Forbidden Door, he's out of Blood and Guts. He does promise a replacement with uh, technical prowess to face Zack Sabre Jr. on Sunday. That he did. I think this one sucks the most because just imagine what we could have got with Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr. and what Brian could have done in Blood and Guts. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. Trust me. I I was beyond disappointed when when he announced that he was out, but it it had lingered for a while. You know, the rumors were stirring. You know, he's hurt. He's this. He's battling injury. And then, like, I thought about it. I'm like, I have not seen this dude on TV for a while. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it, it sucks. Yeah, it really, really sucks that he's out. I was hoping he wasn't. I was hoping this was his way of saying, like, you know, whatever rumors you've heard of me being heard are bullshit. But apparently they're not bullshit. So now we have a mystery guy. And the uh, all eyes are on Cesaro. Yeah, like how you said earlier, and it, that's a great idea. That was literally the first guy that came into my head myself. But then hanging out with the TSK after getting our fucking stream started late because goddamn Discord fucking shit up. Um, Jonathan Gresham became the hot name. You know, Ring of Honor World Champ, uh, the whole nine yards. Again, my idea, my original idea. Is um I, I no granted I love the Jonathan Gresham idea and I really love the the idea of Cesaro, but my idea is a little more in house and it's Wheeler Yuta, and I think it should be Wheeler Yuta because Wheeler Yuta is also the current Ring of Honor pure champion. Yeah, and as much as people say these there's too many titles on this fucking television and da 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 da, da then we start using them and nobody will give a shit about how many there are. So here's a perfect opportunity to use one. Zack Sabre Jr. is probably the best pure wrestler in the world right now. Have him and Yuta go against each other for that title. 
Saber wins it, and then guess who hangs out in the States for three months defending that thing like a badass until Brian's healthy? And then now that's your yeah. way of keeping Saber in in house because he ain't doing shit in Japan. Well, that's not true. He's probably in the G one, but then never yeah. so that probably goes out the door. But then there. I mean, but my whole gimmick was is is a reason to keep a guy in the states. Reason to have G one matches out here even. But looks like I won't get it. No, I like it, but I think they kind of said it's uh, a newest member of the BCC. Yeah, that's what I kept hearing too. Uh, Gresham would be great, though. I like and that. I like the idea of Gresham. Can can we stop like including the Ring of Honor titles when people say there's too many titles in AEW? They're featured on AEW, but they're still under a different promotion, which just needs relaunching. Yeah, it just it's you. Ha- why would you not build up their belts and then relaunch this? You know, programming. They're just going to be like, oh, well, that's just the, okay, well, that's just the Ring of Honor title. Okay, well, that's just the this. Oh, that's just that. But you like, like, look at, uh, like, not to jump ahead, but Silas Young, fucking old yeah. ass Silas Young, a, a, a multiple time Ring of Honor television champion, a guy known for the TV title. You know, that's a lineage belt. They talked about it a bunch. You know, that's, that's, that's huge. And uh, again, yeah, my whole thing, it's like, I understand that to you guys, there's lots of gold. But the last time I checked, there was just as much gold on the other channel. And at least we're not having fucking nerds run around and pin each other in random spots for one. So roll up the most lethal move in wrestling. It really is. But like even New Japan, I think eclipses WWE with Mm -hmm. the number of titles they've got. Nobody complains about New Japan. No, New Japan. Hold on. Let's I really want to take the count. I mean, they probably would if the E-Jones watched. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. They have a trios, two sets of tag, two sets of heavy, or uh, two sets of like world. Um, heavyweight, junior heavyweight. And then there's the never open, and then the US. And then there was the IC. So, yep. Okay. That's all just single titles. But again, how in the fuck do they make all those seem just fine and make sense? Good booking. Yeah. And they, they all, all the mid-card titles kind of mean something. They mm-hmm. mean the same. They're very equal. But it, um, it, it's your way, their way of showing you that, like, yeah, you're a champ and there's a possibility of you being pushed up or echelon, but they don't just, they don't just give out title shots either. Um, I should say titled um, reigns. Yeah. And they got that many mid-card titles. WWE have two, and they don't give a shit about either one. And nope. they're both so prestigious. Nope. Oh yeah, the ultimate of the prestige. <laughs> um, but yeah, Brian Danielson was just the latest injury in wrestling. There was a mysterious injury, or whatever hell's going on with Rhea Ripley. Um, yeah, what the fuck's up with her? I I saw one post that it was a brain injury. Yeah, that's why I'm fucking afraid. And then somebody said so a concussion. Well, not necessarily. No, it could be worse. Hopefully, or it could be not as bad. Yeah, so she's out of money in the bank. She's been uh, replaced. Shit, who by? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Was it? uh... Completely forgot. They beat Becky this week, though. Was it Asuka? I feel it was Asuka. It sounds about right. No, I don't think it was, actually. 
Car- oh, oh, yeah, it's Carmella. That's Carmella. why I couldn't remember. Because it was somebody I don't give a shit about. Well, that's going to say, I don't know many people that do. If you're not Corey Graves, who gives, who really gives a shit about Carmella? I think that was my thought process when I read about it. Like, you got Oscar, you got Becky Lynch, you got Liv Morgan, um, but you're going to give Carmella a title shot. Yeah, why, why? not? Because why like, not, baby? We know Bianca's probably going to retain anyway, but why Carmella? Corey Graves, bro. <laughs> I heard he gives the best get them ratings. In the biz. Gives the best handies in the biz. Yeah, that's nasty. <laughs> so you got to get over somehow in this business. Um. Oh man, who else got injured this week? Um. Lot. Oh yeah, a lot of people got injured this week. Um. Obviously, Cody's out. Um, yeah, Cody's still out, showing his uh. Lovely torn peck and how that thing's healing Eesh. or not. Oh, that's right. And Nikita Lyons came back. Yeah. I was trying to see. I was like, I know there was more WWE guys hurt. Uh, I think I Buddy see. Matthews is injured too. Yeah, Buddy. I know Buddy Matthews is hurt. It's almost like every day we read about a new injury this past week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was the biggest one, though, was Carmella for Rhea Ripley. Um, yeah, I'm really trying to think. And then the, and then B-Drive were the, probably the two biggest. Um, I don't oh, Matt, really... Matt got injured at uh, Triple Mania. Oh, that's right. God damn. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit about Matt Hardy, Matt Hardy. That was just... So, Jeff's got arrested. Jeff's in jail. Then he got uh, bailed out, I think. Then they have Johnny Johnny Hardy, yet another name to his repertoire um, as his replacement at Triple Mania, and then Matt gets injured at Triple Mania. I have never seen a worse impression of Jeff Hardy in my <laughs> entire life. I was like, come on, Johnny Capoeira, brother. You're killing me, man. Oh. Killing me. Um, like, so more news in the E uh, before we move back to AEW. Jordan Devlin has a new name. Now... I think I talked about this with uh, Chris Durham. I I get the feeling that when WWE do these name changes, Vince picks ridiculously simple names because he thinks his audience are all six years old and they can't spell shit. This is a thousand percent. But like they've changed Jordan Devlin to JD McDonough, which I, I don't get. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah. So it's like a silent G. Uh, it, very Irish. J.D. McDonough. So he's Jordan so Devlin McDonough. Why wouldn't you just leave it Devlin? Yeah, just change it to Devlin. Who in the fuck can't say Jordan Devlin? <laughs> like, that's the thing that killed. And it's like, and you know what it is? You know what it really is? It's Vince. And he's in his office and he's like, okay, sure. Fuck. Oh, I fired Shane. Fuck it, change his name to J.D. McDougan. I don't give a fuck. At least, like, when Finn Balor changed his name, he went for something that had meaning, like, um, I think it had some kind of mythological meaning. I think it's got Greek, Greek, Greek mythology, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Jordan Devlin, they just get something what, what, what sounds very Irish. <laughs> like, give me an Irish name. 
Does, does it have any silent letters? That'll do. Can he be a Mickey? Can we <laughs> can we change his name to Mickey? Um. All right. So, uh, back in AEW, we got Forbidden Door to predict. Let's go. All right. We have ten matches. As we, we may as well start it off with Jack Saber. Is that Jack? Zach Sa- Jack Saber. Jack Saber Jr.'s unknown Jack brother. Saber Jack Jafar. There we go. That's his name. <laughs> uh, Jack's the one with the beard. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, Zach Saber Jr. versus an opponent of Brian Danielson's choosing, who we suspect is Claudio Castagnoli, aka Cesaro. Yeah, I'll stick with that one. Um, um, let's just go TBA. Yeah, I think gotta be TBA. Whoever it's gonna be, it's gonna it's gonna be they're going to beat Zach. Um, because the, Zach has no reason to win. You know what I mean? He's getting ready for G one. The idea is you go out there, you put on a banger and you go home, you know. Yeah. There's no harm to you. Uh next up, holy shit, eight man tag match. Mm-hmm. The Young Bucks and Bullet Clubs, El Fantasmo and Hikuleo. Hikuleo, I can, I never get it the right way around. Versus, uh, dudes with attitude. Is that their official team name now? Darby Allen and Sting. I think so, because <laughs> it's it's cool. I think, I don't know. And Lij's Shingo, Taka- Shingo Takagi and Hiromu Takahashi. Oh yeah, hell yeah, go for it. Well, I mean, it's an eight man. And my whole thing is, is, is we've we've seen Hiromu or for hold on. I've seen Hiromu, and for those who have watched New Japan, have seen Hiromu do whatever crazy shit comes to his mind. And in this kind of an eight-man, we're going to see some crazy shit, especially with fucking Sting and the Bucks, and this thing is just going to be bananas in its own right. Um, Somebody's going to die from Shingo, like, hitting them. So I I hope it's like Phantasmo and Nicoleo taking most of it, uh, because fucking Shingo is going to quite literally kill poor Darby, but um, I'd fucking love it, and I, I want to say you can literally go either way with this one because, actually, you know what? No, I lean more towards um, the t- the dudes with attitudes, Takahashi and Shingo, mainly because. What I mean, the Bucks are tag champs, so it's not going to hurt them. I thought this was a wasted match to begin with. Just because I'm like, you're telling me you couldn't find one tag team to put together to, to face the Bucks. You're telling me Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa weren't doing nothing that you couldn't put them against the Bucks. But, I mean, it is what it is. Um, so, yeah, but give me give me the face team. Mainly because, like I said, it, it, we've seen Phantasmo and we've seen Hikaleo. And then they've won on television before so they can lose on a pay-per-view. It's no big deal. All right. Um, I'm torn. Like, I was thinking the face team, but then I started thinking, well, you got Young Bucks and Bullet Club. Obviously, Bucks have the history with the Bullet Club anyway. And they're sort of teasing, like, this whole Bullet Club invading all of wrestling again. So you got, like, they're over an impact. They've got um, mm-hmm. Jay White and Adam Cole kind of clashing. Uh, we had the tease with AJ and Balor even in WWE, so I think I'm going to lean more towards the Bucks and the club. I can't say I blame you. I mean, you can I, you can definitely pitch that argument that the Bullet Club takeover is coming back. 
I mean, they're definitely playing it up as it is. Yeah. So, I, plus, I mean, it, and it could start with the Bucks win. Yeah. Plus, I mean, they they very recently tag team champions again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So having them lose, maybe not the best idea. Yeah. What is this? WWE champions lose? Uh, what do you mean? All right, we got another tag. Oh, okay. Wheeler Yuta's in this one. Uh, mm-hmm. Six-man tag, Les X Guards. Oh, man, I forgot they were that team name. Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara teaming with Minoru Suzuki versus Eddie God. Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shota Amino. Shooter or Shota Amino, who we call Shooter. Shooter's massive. He went from being a junior heavyweight to get the fuck out of my way. I'm a heavyweight. God damn, did this kid blow up, and he blew up in all the right ways. This is uh, John Moxley's former protege, for those who remember Shoto Uminu. Uh, he was the cutie fucking like little anime kid that he would pop up next to fucking uh, Moxley all the time in like, these stupid cartoons that I'd see all over Facebook. I fucking loved him. Uh, it's great <laughs> shit. But... um. This one, oh my god, like, as much as I'm all about, like, because, see, this is another one, you can go either way. I'm like, do you really care if Minoru Suzuki loses on television or on a pay-per-view? And then immediately, I think to myself, didn't he lose, like, the TV title on paper? Oh, no, he won the TV title on pay-per-view, lost it on TV. Um, oh, he's Red Shoes' son. Yes. That, that's also Shoto Aminu. If you, yeah, he's the son of Red Shoes. But he's... Shoto Aminu is, uh, to me, and there's a couple of other guys, I think Yuimura is another one. They are next generation's Tanahashi and Okada. Like, they're fucking great. And I mean, they're fucking great. And, and most, again, most young lions and, like, younger end dudes, all they do are basics. Straight-ass basics. And when you're fucking this good with straight-ass basics, it's bananas. But, I mean, Shota's been, he's been hanging out in fucking, like, the UK. And he's been just, he's been doing shit. So, again, I'm so fucking back and forth. Because, again, you just had Sammy and, and Chris Jericho get back together. Okay? Yeah. So that was a thing there. But then again... We're talking like Eddie Kingston. I mean, Eddie Kingston needs a win. Eddie Kingston. That's why I keep looking at Eddie, and I'm like, Eddie needs a win. I feel like we have this conversation every couple of months. Eddie Kingston needs a win. Well, look how over he is. People fucking love him. They fucking love Eddie Kingston. He is literally a dude who could be a simple push away from a title shot. And become the biggest babyface world champ there's ever been. Yeah. I mean, and hell, we just had Hangman try to do it, and he did it. So I mean, if you're gonna fucking top that OG Hangman run, come on now, like it, it's Eddie Kingston. So it, uh, yeah, give me an Eddie win, and he's got a he's got to pin Sammy or Chris. He ain't gonna pin Monero, that's for sure. All right. Uh, I agree. Yeah, I'm going for the baby faces on this one. It, these fucking matches are hard to pick from, man. Yeah, th- thank you, AEW New Japan. Like, yeah, this is <laughs> this is what I've been wanting. Anticipation at its finest now. Maybe right, one of for... them is not so anticipated, but still. 
for the IWGP US title, Will Ospreay defending against Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I which think I think myself, is going to surprise a lot of people. It's going to blow people's minds. People forget how awesomely athletic Orange Cassidy is and some of the bangers he's had with some of the more top talent in AEW. So you put him against Will Ospreay, who's a guy who's used to carrying people, and you're going to get fucking fireworks. Now, the idea is, I always think about it this way. I have to think about that other guy as the champ. How would that work out? So I'm trying to think of uh, fucking Orange Cassidy in Japan, and I'm not too sure that lazy, lackadaisical style will get over, but I immediately love the idea of him and Yano. And that is my fucking problem. So uh, it, it, it it's not going to happen, though. It's got to be Will Ospreay. He's going to look big. He's going to look powerful. Um, but but Orange is going to shock the world. And this may end up being the fucking match of the night, in my opinion, just because of how how fucking just how little credit fucking Orange Cassidy is going to gets. Period. And yeah. then Will's just going to say, like, come on, I'm going to show you the way. And it's going to be fucking great. It's going to be great. I was pretty surprised when Osprey came in. Like, I thought he was going to get, like, a more serious, bigger opponent. Um, yeah. Which is mainly why I don't see him dropping the title, because I think he's going to stick around for a little bit. Yeah, I think so, too. A good way to hang around. I'm about it. All right, so we're expecting a good show in from OC, but a win for Will Osprey. Uh, we also forgot about the buy-in match, which is an eight-man tag. Uh, oh, the, the gun Scissor Club. Me crew. Yeah. So Max the... Caster and the... I, it's not the fucking Gun Club, all right? It's the Scissor Me crew. That's what I call them, and that's how I'm going to keep calling them. The ass boys. Yeah, that two goddamn ass boys. Where's Dalton Castle when you need him? <laughs> I miss Dalton <laughs> Castle. Um. Uh, right. Oh, holy shit. Lord help me. They're taking on... I got you the easy ones it's, first. It's the uh, it's the L.A. Dojo guys. As you got Alex Coughlin, we got Kevin Knight, the D.K.C. and uh, Yui one. and Yaya. It's uh, Yuya Yui Mura. I can never pronounce his right. first name properly, but it's Yui Mura. And like this is he's going to be the Tanahashi of the world in the next ten years. He's going to be the next Tanahashi. Bet money. He's he's that he's that charismatic and he's that good. But uh, these are also a bunch of nerds. He looks younger than 27. Huh? He looks younger than 27. Oh, yeah, big time. He's fucking... He looks like like he's maybe three years out of high school kind of shit. Yeah. Whopping maybe 21 baby face. Like, Jesus, I wish. Like a young Uh, Shibata. Oh, seriously. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he does look a hell of a lot like Shibata. And it's like, (laughs) like, homie, is that your dad? Like, God damn, you look just like Shibata. And it just hit me, Shibata's the only thing missing from... Well, that and Naito. Those two are I'm, missing from this show. Okay, so yeah, I'm disappointed there's no Naito, but I think they wanted to take it easy on him. He, they have just as He's still low-key. Like, his eye surgery was good, but I'm sure they don't want to risk it. Yeah. Um, as for Shibata, I would not be surprised to see him come out, at least with the guys, you know what I mean? Um, now, does that mean they win? No. I'm sorry. Um, I love the LA Dojo guys, but uh, I think this is where the over team is going to just win. 
it's going to be a great showing. You're finally going to get to see the the gun club do something good against some some really good workers. But they're going to, you know, it's going to be the it's going to be the charisma over the talent in this one. And they're going to have a scissor me party. And a little bit worried about Caster's rap. <laughs> I'm I'm not. I'm not at all. I'm I'm kind of kind of excited. He's he's been uh he's been wearing me down the past few weeks and I'm like, God damn it, I hate that I'm starting to like you more. Right, me too. Um okay. What else we got? All right. Atlantic. All Atlantic, yeah, four-way. Uh, we didn't know. I don't think we knew it was going to be a four-way in the final. But we have Pac, Miro, Malachi, and Ishii. Oh, my God. So, unfortunately, the one guy I can tell you that now is not going to win this thing is Pac. I'm so, I'm so sorry. I know people love him. I love him. Does he deserve a title of any kind? Yeah. Is he gonna get it here though? No, it's all right. It just it's it's you gotta think of it like this. Miro coming back and winning a belt makes perfect fucking sense. Yeah, he's got a fire under his ass right now. Exactly. Literal fire under his ass. Malachi Black, people say he is diminished until he gets a belt. I don't wanna say I believe that, but I will say crowning him champion will definitely re-elevate him. Yeah. I, I kind of think of Black in the way that I th- thought about The Undertaker most of the time. Like, he doesn't need a title with this gimmick. Yeah, I can see that, too. I can see it both ways, but at the same time, I just I feel like the title gives that legitimacy, and he needs that right now. Yeah. But then, you know, the, the, the New Japan fanboy that I am loves the idea of Ishii hanging out for two, three months, maybe even taking the belt back. You know, and uh, hang it, having it hang around his waist during the G1 even, and just garner attention. You know, that, that that's what what better way to garner attention for your new title than to take it international. You know what I mean? Is it a pipe dream? Fuck yeah. You know, again, I keep forgetting the fucking G1's literally right around the corner. So a lot of these guys, if they hang out, they're only going to be hanging out for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't think they want to flip flop a brand new title like that. So, I'm going to go with the safe bet and go with Miro. Yeah, Miro is my instant pick. Um, After the promos he's been cutting, they're making Mm -hmm. him look like a big, big star. Uh, Black, again, I think he should be just like Undertaker and just focus on, if he does go for a title, go for the world title, just... like Undertaker never really fucked around with the mid-card titles. He had one yep. hardcore title reign, a couple of tag title reigns here and there, but he was mainly all about the world titles. I don't ever think he was IC or US. I don't think he ever was, no. I don't think he ever even challenged for either of those titles. Unless, and I, he, he may have challenged for the IC in like the mid-90s, but... No, you'd have to be, it'd have to be like <laughs> 92-ish. Because like, I'm really thinking, and I'm like, he didn't even sniff anything in the in the from like 95 on now uh until he got no he got that world title shot but that was it so yeah i mean if there was anything ic related it had to be like 92 and and before which just wow so all right two picks for uh miro then we have the 
AEW versus AEW match for the women's uh, world title from the Rosa versus Tony Storm. Uh, I would love to see Tony Storm win it. I think I said last week that I have seen potential in her to be a women's champion for a long, long time, especially in NXT. Like I thought they were going to pull the trigger and they didn't. Um, but there just seems to be a lot of controversy around Fonda Rosa. Like she's constantly getting accused of having a bad temper, being difficult to work with, sandbagging people. Um, I mean, I, we did get that one video, and, and honestly, that one video did make it look like she does sandbag some people. Mm-hmm. But, but after watching fucking uh, Marina Shafir last night against Tony Storm, bro, if anybody needs to be getting some heat for how they work, it's fucking Marina Shafir. Like, I've not, I don't think I've ever really seen somebody work as stiff as she has. Like, all of her judo throws, shoot. Like, um, her fucking couple of armbar attempts, shoot. There was a couple of instances where she wanted homegirl to roll. She told her, if you don't want to roll, I'm going to make you roll. You know, a whole lot of no-selling. A whole lot of no-selling. You know, I need you to sell longer than .45 seconds, okay? I need you to sell, like, and really fucking sell. Just because you had an MMA career doesn't mean that anything anybody does to you doesn't affect you. That's bullshit. Well, yeah, yeah, she, when, when she walks to the ring, I just see nothing but a chip on her shoulder. And I understand that. I can dig the chip on your shoulder. Then how about you go prove fucking nerds like me wrong and go learn from your fucking husband? I don't know. That's the thing that kills me. You have literally one of the best fucking in-ring wrestlers there is in Roderick Strong being your fucking husband, and you aren't getting any tips from this guy? You're in there shooting on dudes, or on ladies, I should say? Like, come on, dude. I think the only shoot thing Roddy does are backbreakers. <laughs> and he, I'm sure he apologizes for every fucking one of them. Yeah, I, I find it very ironic that... They've decided to nickname Marina Shafir the problem. Yeah, and I was saying last night in the TSK, the fucking answer is Roddy. Come get your fucking wife, Hammer. Um, so as far as this match goes, uh, I, I don't think Rosa is over with anybody except for AEW, like loyal AEW fans. But Tony nah. Storm kind of stretches beyond that. I've known that Thunder Rosa has had issues in literally every promotion she's ever worked in. I blame the Latina fire. I mm. do. I it's you know what I mean. I but then again, you know, some has it ever been so bad where people don't want to work with her? I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. So it can't be that fucking bad. But getting heat and when TK knows you're getting heat. He tends to do this and try to pull you away from it for a little bit. Yeah. But at the um, same time, it's been, what, the third straight pay-per-view we've thinking that this is an immediate title change? I mean, yeah. we've wanted it. We know her reign's lackluster. She has a she had a worse hangman effect, and I hate that I've already dubbed it the hangman effect. You know, when you don't give people microphones and give them mic time, again, I've said this fucking week straight now, that this is this is a problem. This is why your champions don't get more over, why they aren't garnering real attention. But it is what it is. 
if you give the belt to Tony, you need to make sure she is helped elevated. But I think it's going to be Tony mainly because it's like I said, Thunder Rosa's run is super lackluster and we're ready for the change. And yeah. I think V, I think, fuck, I was about to call him VK. I think TK was, senses that and says, you know what? I tend to go with the fans. I mean, he did in the last two shows, but hey, well, again, I'm sending out those fucking Jedi brainwaves. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like we mentioned the hangman effect. At least he had bangers during this his reign. This is the truth. This is the truth. That I, was I the one like thing that. No, but that was the one thing that kept his title reign, um, I guess, worthwhile. Uh, it was the one that th- it was the one thing that kept you watching was the fact that it was okay. Well, he's gonna have a banger with this guy. He's gonna have a banger with that guy. He's gonna have a banger with, and even if on TV he was having bangers. So it's I I, I definitely see where you're driving at, and she hasn't. You know, we were hoping her and Serena D was gonna be really good. It wasn't. Her and uh, her and Britt Baker for the second, third time, and whatever. It it, it was no. The chemistry was yeah. gone. Third. It's just uh, it was well, Yeah, that was the cage match where she won the title. Um mm-hmm. so she hits a hundred days tomorrow. Mm. Cool. Hit your thing. So, there you go. You hit a milestone. Now pass it on. If if she drops it at Forbidden Door, it wouldn't be the shortest range. She'd uh, just have a couple of days over Nyla Rose. Well there there you go. <laughs> so um I'm I mean this in the most professional way. Give me Tony Storm. I mean it in all the other ways. I don't. <laughs> like, we make a joke in the TSK that it's like, she is over here with that hip attack giving people concussions. And I'm like, God damn, concuss me. How about, what, do how about, sign up? what do I sign up for this ride? I've already booked a CAT scan. You know what I mean? Jesus, come on now. <laughs> um, okay, moving on to... Derp, derp, derp. Um... Four way for the IWGP World Heavyweight Title. Jay White defending against you Hangman. Tag? You want to do the tag first? Let's do the tag first. And um, whereas FTR versus United Empires, Great Khan and Jeff Cobb versus Rapongi Vice, uh, Trump Barreto and Rocky Romero for the IWGP Tag Team Titles and the Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles. Winner takes all. Oh Lord! Damn. So, again, just like one of the other matches, I know which team's not going to win. And it's unfortunate because they just won these belts. Um, But it's fun. I mean, if they lose, it's not a giant deal. Um, I love the idea of it being Rapungi Vice just because, you know, Trent giving that little bit of a rub. You know, he's held tag titles before, him and Rocky, and then, then you get to go and circle around, you know. You get to go and hang out in uh, in Japan. But we all know who it's going to be. You know, the second we the, the second that fucking music hit last night and everybody went absolute ape shit because it's the best fucking theme in all wrestling right now. You're going to tell me that you're not going to crown FTR as like the everything champions, everything but AEW champions, which is fine, which is fine. And then just to think of these guys, one, they're going to get their tour in Japan because here's the fun thing that comes right after the G1, the World Tag League. And the World Tag League has been in desperate need of some real star power. 
And if FTR is your champions, there's your star power. You can literally keep FTR fucking IWGP tag champs as long as they go back and forth and defend up until fucking Wrestle Kingdom if you really wanted them to. And then there's your opportunity to make this Wrestle Kingdom like a Forbidden Door-ish kind of thing where we're fucking you're having the AEW title defended again and this title defended again and it would be nice. You know, the variety of life even because again, and then you're going to have a fucking two day show anyway. Might as well make it fucking extra spectacular. But oh, this man. one's got to be FTR. FTR is over as fuck. Yeah, that's and an yet, understatement, though. That theme grew on me like. I, I just thought it was weird at first. I like it. Obviously, it's very retro. Extremely retro. But I just thought it, it was so out of left field, like for a wrestling entrance theme. And then a couple of weeks in, I kind of started humming it to myself, thinking, "Where the hell is that from?" It's <clears throat> fucking FTR's theme. <laughs> Why of all the themes is that popping in my head? Because it's awesome. But now I hear it and I pop. Well, because they're yeah, that's what happens though. They they got fucking just so goddamn over. And then you know what? I think it's. I honestly think a lot of it comes from Dax too. Oh, he's been putting the work in singles. Banger of singles matches have been awesome. Man, and that guy talent. Yeah. Which also makes me nervous because I don't ever want this scene to break up. No, and I don't think they will. I think they'll just both have like singles runs and call it a day. And it, that would be way more uh, ideal than a breakup. Yeah. Like, is there any tag team that's never broken up? Well, it's like Rock and Roll Express. Um, like, that's really in the, the last one I twenty think. years. I think they've all broken up. Zack Saber and Minoru Suzuki. Let's hmm. I you know, fucking I had to literally <laughs> fucking again digging in the vault for shit, man. Because you're not wrong. Most of them break up. Yeah, but FTR is just so so good. I would love for them to just be like, we're a retro tag team and we stuck together to the end. Mm-hmm. Please, please, please. Uh, so now let's go to the four-way for the IWGP World Heavyweight title. Jay White defending against Hangman, Adam Cole, baby. And what a fucking pop last night, Kazuchika Okada. Wow. It was just... like it was like Stone Cold walking onto Nitro. Yeah. I mean, like, what an analogy to make, but yeah. Just the presence like, of this, like, wrestling god. The, the fact was, is I called this a three-tier pop. And and the guys are like, the fuck are you talking about? I said, you knew I said the initial the initial reaction hit to those who know when the coins dropped. Yeah. And you you heard everybody <gasps> and then the music hit pop. And then it was I mean that was even louder than the initial, you know, the coin drop. And then when he showed up, everybody knew the face. Everybody knows the blonde hair. And it, the fucking, the world erupted, bro. The world, like, we literally, if this happened in L.A., we literally would have tore the house down. It literally would have came down on us. 
like, but just the fucking just I think they were in like St. Louis or wherever the fuck, somewhere in Missouri. Yeah. I forget where they were. Oh, Milwaukee. Sorry. They were in Milwaukee, totally butchered. Milwaukee. Milwaukee, exactly. <laughs> uh it's it's Indian. Um <laughs> but no, it's like it's fucking just wow. Just fucking wow. I literally popped just as hard the second time I watched it with the guys because I ended, we we had problems with the stream. Apparently, Google did some updating, and we had to turn off some things, and we didn't know. Nobody told us, so we had God to figure it out all last minute. Goddamn fucking Google Chrome, and um, so it was a pain in the ass. Ended up basically not skipping ahead, but watching ahead. Saw the whole thing, had my initial reaction, had to collect myself. <laughs> And then we ended up restreaming the show, and my wife is like, you're really screaming at, like, 8.30 at night. I was like, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Okay? If the only, I would be, the only re- way I'd be screaming any louder is if I was in that building. <laughs> okay? But I'm not in that building, and thank God for that. Somebody's eardrums would be bleeding. I think they made the perfect call keeping Okada right to the final like go home. Well, apart from Rampage, go home show. Oh, like yeah. if he, if he debuted a couple of weeks ago, I think the hype would have died down just a little, little bit by the time we got to Forbidden Door. But it's fresh in everybody's mind now. Okada showed up on Dynamite and Forbidden Doors this weekend. I think you're a hundred on that one. I think yeah, if he would have shown up early, it would have. I think it only would have lost some luster because of Enerds. Yeah, you literally give them two weeks to shit on this guy, and yeah, that's all they would do. Oh, I've already seen somebody say, like, who who's Okada? And then, actually, it's Jobber Nation, the biggest WWE-ass kissing account on Twitter. Um, pretty much said, it. I don't know, some uh, BTS wanna, John Cena wannabe. Like, first of all, that's a different nationality. Mm-hmm. Second of all, John Cena couldn't lace this guy. John Cena's even admitted that Okada is like, one of the greatest he's ever seen. Yeah, so, and, but again, let's let's be real here. John Cena's got more respect for a lot more other guys from the outside of the company than fucking people give him credit for. Yeah, he just he's a company guy, so he doesn't shoot his mouth off. Well, at least on their television screen, right? Um, but what else, what else was I gonna say? Well, I mean, I'm speech. I'm still speechless from it. Yeah, like, it, it, it's it's an effect. They didn't confirm. Firm that Okada was going to be on the show. They were just like teasing Jay White picking Adam Cole or Adam Page. Um, they name dropped Okada a couple of times, but there was mm-hmm. no confirmation he was actually going to be on the show. And then he just walks out with that godlike presence. And Jim Ross put him over. Put him over on. I'm on the says mic like, too. yeah, what a sell job there for fucking Jr. Literally, like, might as well call him a fucking wrestling god at that point. Yeah, I mean, he, he was pretty much saying he's like one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And he he was rambling on about Tanahashi before that. And so to be singing his praises even more, to be singing Okada's praises even more so should tell you something. You know, again, I, I know who Okada is. We know who Okada is. I'm, trust me, this guy, if you don't know, you're welcome. Let me just tell you that. You are welcome. You are going to see... One, if not the greatest wrestler in the last 20 years. This and that is a fucking shoot. And you know what? I would actually pay good money to see 
John Cena and Okada just like one last bucket match, bucket list you match. Tell me, bud. Shit, where do I, where do I sign my house away? You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm not, fine. I'm not saying John Cena is one of the best wrestlers of all time because we all know he isn't. But for what he's done and his presence and his namesake and everything he's accomplished in WWE, hell yeah, it'd be a headlining match. Oh yeah, a thousand percent, it would be a headlining match. But then again, let's not to bury John. And we no. know he's not like the world's greatest worker and everything, but he will bust his ass to p- make sure the match is decent. Yeah. So if that's the case and you're going against Okada and you want <laughs> just decent, shit. It's already five. Um, so that brings us to who the hell are we picking? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> See, this is where this one is. I don't want to say the hardest, but it's the hardest because lots of rumors. And I mean, lots of rumors were going around that it's Hangman, that it's Hangman. Hangman's going to win the belt and he's going to be IWGP champ. And I don't hate it. But then again, like I like I've been saying all episode, I have to think of these guys in Japan. How would they react in Japan? If he goes to Japan He's got a bullseye on his back, you know, the entire the, the the size of a motherfucker. Okay, the whole size of Texas. And you got to think he's from Texas, but still. And you know, you're gonna have to look at guys like Shingo, and you're gonna have to look at dudes like Miniro, and fucking God only knows the list is huge. Can Hangman hang? I don't know, maybe, but then again. Does that just mean him winning? It also means that one of these two guys gets to hang out for a little bit. I love, I would really love to see Okada get crowned on a, on a, you know, U.S. show. But the reality is, is his wife is due to give birth here soon. And the fact that he even fucking showed up is huge. I want it to be Okada so bad. But family is a million times more important than your fucking job. And him losing and, you know, having to take his, you know, maternity leave with his wife and all that. I'd rather him be that. I'd rather him be the dad Okada. The rain was it the dad maker. There you go. Let's go with that one. That's, oh, that's terrible. There you go. Oh, dad. There you go. Oh, dad. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and they just crowned Jay White and he like is super over. And then I look at Adam Cole and I say, you want to shock the fucking world? You put it on Adam goddamn Cole. There, there's so many outcomes to this. Like, I would love for Okada to win it back and then get me thinking they just put it on Jay White so that they could tease whether or not Okada was going to be there. But mm-hmm. then, like you say, Okada may have to dash off at some point. Um, I love the scenario of Jay White and Adam Cole, one of them pinning the other, because there's a lot of tension between the two of them right now. And I also yeah. love Hangman going to Japan for a, a few months as world champion. Mm. But I mean, like, oh, fucking most, shit. Most realistic, <laughs> I see Jay White retaining by pinning Adam Cole. Fucking nail on the head, man. Nail on the head. I mean... 
like I said, we talked about every possible other scenario we can have. And if if Okada won, it'd be gigantic pop and this and that. And that. But again, if he's literally getting ready to go, why do it? You know, how are you going to build Adam Cole and Jay White? Jay White pins Adam Cole. Or again, you go the shock factor and Adam Cole will pin Jay White. Hangman winning is just huge. But that's it. You know what I mean? Besides him going to Japan, it's just Hangman getting a little bit of, you know, uh, uh, comeuppance. Yeah. So, yeah, Jay White. It's got to be Jay White. But you know what? It's got to be Jay White, but I'm going to be fucking praying for Adam Cole. I'm going to be praying for Adam Cole. I've also got a bold prediction of White and Cole at the same time. One of them taking a buckshot. While the other one takes a rainmaker, oh, please, <laughs> please. Um, I think that brings us to possibly the main event of the show oh, uh, to the crown main. the interim AEW World Champion, John Moxley versus Tanahashi. Now, how long ago did CM Punk uh, break whatever was in his foot? I want to say it's been. Four, no, wait, when did we go to L.A.? It's been three weeks. So could he realistically let's just, like, walk out to the ring at the end of this match? Absolutely, and like the a walking boot. And we get that whole Punk and Cena moment with the two belts? I can definitely see that. I can a million percent see that. Um, and that's why I keep leaning towards Tana. But the, like... Watching last night and Tana's hurting, but then again, every time I every time I watch Tana, I swear to God he's still hurting. The guy doesn't like all he does is hurt. He was born hurting for all I fucking know. <laughs> but it's, I just I I know it's corny, and I know it's an it's a it's a e story, but it's not. I just love the idea of Tanahashi and Punk. Even if it means it has to be a fucking Wrestle Kingdom. I love it. Because think of the guys Tanahashi can go against in the States. You know, he'll compete at All Out. He'll compete in uh, whatever fucking pay-per-view they'll have at the end of the year. But, you know, imagine, it, uh, let's see, what other fucking match would we get for Tanahashi? You'd get Tanahashi and, dude, Tanahashi and Wardlow? You tell me, like, if, if you needed to get that belt off of him and it's time to give it to Wardlow, who the fuck better to put him over than goddamn Tanahashi? I mean, that's an option. It's just, Even MJF, it. when he eventually comes back. MJF is another good one. Total dickhead beats a gigantic international star. I love it. Eddie Kingston. Who better to fucking cr- help crown Eddie Kingston as a world champion than a fucking Japanese legend? Because that's his whole fucking shtick. I really want Tana. I do. But again, this guy, when he would bump, it took 12 seconds to get up. And it's like, I, you know, once he got warmed up, he, he moved a little better. But I'm like, are you really going to be able to hang? Or that's my real true question. Are you really going to be able to hang? Give me Tana just because I want the story, but when Mox wins, I'm not surprised. 
I think Mark's in terms of like viewership and like fan support probably had the most successful AEW World Title ring. Oh yeah, big time. So I like the idea of him being the first two-time champ. At least until Punk comes back. I also... Uh, Yeah. You you think Punk's losing when he comes back? Yeah, I don't see the point of letting him, like, just, like, come back and win. Especially if Mox is... Because, like, let's think about that. Because you just said it perfectly. Again, nails on the head over here. Mox was the most over AEW champion we've had in the history of this company. And CM Punk is the most over guy we've had in probably AEW history. But if you're telling me you're going to give the punk, the, the belt literally, quite literally right back to Punk, even if it's in like January, I, I, I'm already starting to feel like that's a waste. Like, Mox is, he is that fucking over, okay? He's that fucking over. And unless you make him a heel, like a, a real heel, not a fucking tweer, him losing a punk, to me, doesn't make much sense. I mean, yeah. I can see it. I can see it because I know that's what the people want. But but then again, if you got a heel Mox at that point, why would you take it off of him? I just think, like, Punk won the title, then dropped it, didn't drop it, whatever, like, oh, eight days later. No, I, um, I get that whole thing. You know, his his reign sucked, and it's bullshit, and I understand, but it's like, don't do fucking stage dives then, you dipshit. <laughs> I mean, he hurt himself when he stage dived in L.A. That's how he got hurt. And it's like... yeah. <laughs> Not our fucking fault. Your own dumbass <laughs> fault. And it's not like you got hurt wrestling either. Well, the buckshot may have made it worse when he I'm stumbled sure. on it. Uh, I, I just think it would be a gigantic waste to not only put the title on him, but like he thought he was dropping it and TK didn't want him to drop it. So like, I just think if he was going to come back and then just drop the title anyway, why wouldn't they just... Why would they make it an interim title? Why wouldn't, why wouldn't they just say there's a tournament to crown a new AEW champion? Yeah, you make sense on that one. But as far as this yeah, match goes, uh, I also like the idea of Mox turning heel because Brian is kind of conflicted right now. He's in this like sort of babyface faction, but he was a heel when they formed it. And last night he was acting very heelish, saying, I, I came out of the bad guy tunnel. I'm not going to tell down. you. I came out the bad guy tunnel. I love that shit. <laughs> that was stupid. So, I think Mox would be the heel, obviously, in the storyline with Punk. Um, and then we then we could add, like, the whole BCC as heels. So, give me Mox, first ever two-time champ. I'll dig it. I dig it. And that is Forbidden Door. Um... Only other thing that isn't a part of Forbidden Door that I think we should touch on from last night was Christian Cage cutting a great heel promo, arguably one of his best ever promos, and shit, he cut hard with that Luke Perry line. Oh, man. Ooh. 
like way to literally get some super heat from the people. And I mean, all you had to say is your dad's dead. And I was yeah. like, ah, oh, you're a dick. And even my wife was like, oh, he's a dick. Because <laughs> like it was bad enough last week when he told his mom that she raised a piece of shit. Oh, no. I, I told my wife. So, no, okay. I have to do this one. <laughs> so, because my wife, he, she's really, she's not into wrestling, but she was one of those, again, I've said this before, you know, got in via the divas and she asked a couple of questions every now and again. Well, she, because she notices my Jungle Boy figure, she asked the question. She's like, but isn't. Wasn't his dad? I was like, yeah, his dad was now nine zero two one zero. You know, Jack Perry. Oh no way! Or, or was, a, was a, uh, no, not Jack Perry. What the fuck? Luke is his Perry. Dad named? Jack Perry. Luke Perry. That's right. I got fucking mixed up with his own kid. Anyway, um, it's, do you know what it is? It's Jim Ross calling him Jungle Boy Jack Perry all the that's time. That's what it is. It's <laughs> fucking Jim Ross's fault. God damn it! The ninety five names and shit. But anyway, she was asking, and I was like, no, he. Um, I was like, yeah, because she saw him get laid out last week, and she's like, oh, that guy's a fucking dickhead. And I told him, I was like, well, so what made it worse is it was uh, his mom and sister were in the crowd. And she walked up to him and he walked up to her and was like, oh, you raised a piece of shit. And she's like, no, he didn't. So I showed her the video. Of, so fuck, it said festered all week long. And then here, she, all she hit, all she, she heard was the whole like, you know, uh, you know, the whole, oh, your dad is dead. And she was like, that better not be that Christian guy. And she comes running, <laughs> walking over here all fast. <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah, check him out. Did he just fucking talk about Luke Perry? It's like, well, he's dead. Well, you you can't say that. I was well, he just did. She walks away. This guy's an asshole. <laughs> I was like, dude, you got some fucking heat in this house. You got some heat over here, bud. Oh, wow. Um, Glorious. Of course, Luchasaurus comes down infuriated. By that Absolutely line infuriated. and by what Christian did last week. Christian managed to talk his way out of it. Um, somehow manages to get into Luchasaurus' head and leaves him a little conflicted. But of course... He's like a son to me. They, they, like teased, they teased that Christian was going to just jump on him right there and then. But he just kind of yeah. smirks to the crowd. Fucking asshole. That guy's an asshole. He's great though. <laughs> I love him as a heel. I'm not even going to yeah. lie. And again, like I said last week, we, we haven't seen much from christian as a heel outside of that like one run in tna he's always pretty much been a face and like he had the creepy little bastard stint in wwe but like singles wise after that period he was pretty much always a face yeah he's he's been a face for a fucking hot minute hot minute Hey, this is the charismatic enigma, Jeff Hardy. Hey, this is Tommy Dream. It's the ultimate Vanessa, your girl's favorite wrestler. Hey, yo, what up? It's Darby Allen. This is the voice of Killer Cross. It's the interview queen, Alicia Atute here. You are watching Max. Max Wrestling Podcast. You are currently listening to the Max Wrestling Podcast. We're going to take it to the Max. We're about to take it to the Max. And we're about to take it to the Max. It's time to take it to the Max. Welcome to the Madhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Madhouse.
Welcome back to the Captain Mo Show. If we've made you laugh, if we've made you cry, if we pissed you off like Christian Cage pisses off the Jungle Boys family, hit the sub with a follow button. So, for a history lesson, let me talk to you about what happened this week in wrestling history. Um, before we begin, there's a lot of impact history this week because, of course, it's their anniversary month. Uh, So June 17th, 2007, as Kurt Angle was stripped of the TNA title the day after becoming the first ever TNA champion, um, after TNA broke their deal with NWA, uh, Christian was stripped of the title due to a dusty finish. At Slammiversary in 2007, he became the second TNA World Champion as well, defeating AJ Styles, Christian Cage, Chris Harris, and Samoa Joe in a King of the Mountain match. Love them King of the Mountain matches. Uh, June 18, 2005, at Death Before Dishonor 3, CM Punk defeated the anti-everything dipshit for the Ring of Honor World title in what was his farewell match. Punk then turned heel and began threatening to take the Ring of Honor title to the WWE. Mm-hmm. Um, which was the ultimate heel move because this was early days Ring of Honor. They all hated WWE. Oh, they all made WWE. <laughs> I think, well, Ring of Honor fans still hate WWE. Um, so Punk played this one beautifully. And of course, this was the original Summer of Punk. Yeah. Uh, June 18th, 2006, Jeff Jarrett became NWA World Champion for the sixth time at Slammiversary, defeating Christian Cage, Abyss, Ron Killings, a.k.a. Truth, and Sting in a King of the Mountain match. You may notice a few King of the Mountain matches in this history, but uh, this one goes way back. June 19th, 1948, the National Wrestling Alliance is formed by Sam Mucknick, Fred Collar, uh, Wally Carbo and President Pinky George. So the NWA is oh shit, seventy nine years old. Yep, old. No, foot. wait, not seventy nine, seventy three. Now you're making me do Shit, it's old. It's old <laughs> as shit. Over seventy years. Yeah. Uh, June nineteenth, nineteen eighty six. Antonio Inoki wins his third IWGP heavyweight title, defeating Dick Murdoch. Mm. Uh, June 19th, 1994, the late great Owen Hart won the King of the Ring tournament, defeating Tatanka, the one 2 free kid, and finally Razor Ramon before declaring himself as the King of Hearts. Uh, yeah. 94 was a massive year for Owen. He beat Brett at WrestleMania, won the King of the Ring, Face Brett again in a cage match at SummerSlam. It should have been the year that made Owen a main event guy. I think like that following year he won two Slammies. Yeah. It was either the end of that year or 95, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was way ahead of his time. Oh, yeah. Big time. Um, June 19th, still on the 19th, 2005, TNA presented the first ever Slammiversary, and what a show. Samoa Joe made his TNA debut, defeating Sanjay Dutt. Uh, Christopher Daniels defended the X Division title against Chris Sabin and Michael Shane, and it was the second one, but my first experience of the King of the Mountain match, which I then rewatched countless times because I loved the format. 
Uh, Raven won the NWA world title, defeating AJ Styles, Abyss, Monty Brown, and Sean Waltman. Nice. Uh, June 20th, 2010, WWE present the first and last Fatal 4-Way pay-per-view. It featured three Fatal 4-Way matches for the Divas, World Heavyweight, and the WWE titles, all of which produced a new champion. Um, the event was then replaced the following year by Capital Punishment, also mm-hmm. the first and last. Nice. Just stick to your pay-per-view schedule. Stop coming up with these stupid gimmicks. Taboo Tuesday, I kind of like Taboo Tuesday. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, finally, June 21st, 2009, at Slammiversary, Kurt Angle won the TNA title for the fourth time, defeating champion Mick Foley. I don't think many people remember Mick Foley was TNA world champion. No. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, Samoa Joe, and Legends champion AJ Styles. That title's had so many different names. A fucking belt. Gorgeous, though. It is a nice belt. It was Legends title, TV title, uh, King of the Mountain title. But the match it ended. The, it was, whoa. That thing was a TV title at one point? Briefly, yeah. I think it was TV title. I think it was Legends title first. Yeah, I remember that. It was, I remember Booker having it. I remember Joe having it, and it was a TV title. And then a few years back, they renamed it the King of the Mountain title. Or I think Jeff Jarrett actually renamed it the King of the Mountain title. Wow. <laughs> Just wow. Um, the match ended when both Angle and Joe were at the top of the ladder and Joe turned heel and just handed Kurt the belt. There you go, motherfucker. So that's the past. Now for the future. In three In- weeks, we present the first ever Fight for the Knowledge special event on July 14th. Fight for the Knowledge. Tune in for Full Trivia Mayhem as Travis the Walker Anderson defends the Knowledge Championship in old school trivia games. We will whittle down everybody until there's just two remaining to go head to head. Just two. The Jester will address Travis ahead of Walker vs. Captain for the World Championship at Promo Slam, the biggest main event on the horizon. And I finally found a new tagline for the poster because Travis doesn't like the, the fact that the poster is two of us. And the tagline is, go deeper. Oh. Yeah. Uh, in case you haven't figured it out, promo time is pirate-themed, people. And finally, Travis will also defend the television championship against the winner of the first ever Ring of Games Cup, which is currently being determined in weekly mini Ring of Games showdowns, which we will get to in just a moment. For more information, go to maxwrestling.net slash fight. So, um, last week we ended the Ring of Games uh, Cup with the Phoenix gaining the opening victory, putting him at the top of the leaderboard. Can he make it two for two? Let's find out. Hey yo, welcome to Ring of Games week two of four. Over the next few weeks, these three will fight it out in weekly Ring of Games to win the first ever Ring of Games Cup and go on to Travis, to Travis, to challenge Travis. For the TV titles at Promo Slam. Go to Travis House and take that TV title from him. That's right. Uh, They are, of course, Chad Malcolm, Moses Marquez, and the Phoenix. So, last week, Phoenix ended up with three points on the leaderboard in first place, while Chad Moses earned two points for joint second place. So, let's kick it off with another week. First round this week is Games of Ring The. Ah, yes. 
I will ask you a multiple word question. A que well, a question with multiple word answers, but you have to answer in alphabetical order. As usual, Chad, kick things off. Your okay. question is, what was Mark Henry's nickname when he retired? In alphabetical order. When what? What was Mark Henry's nickname when he retired? Oh. <laughs> Man strongest the world. Correct. Point to Chad. I was going to say chocolate sexual, but okay. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> when he retired, his nickname was the world's strongest man. He was, of course, sexual chocolate. Uh, well, they say retired from. He's retired from WWE. Mm. Next question for Moses. What was the name of the Undertaker's evil faction, which featured Viscera and the Acolytes? Darkness of the or no, hold on, wait, no, wait, no. Darkness Ministry of the yes. Point to you. Of course, that is the Ministry of Darkness. Mm -hmm. uh, no, I like so, it the other way. Sorry, Phoenix, that Moses got the Undertaker question. He's just as mad at that as he is about <laughs> your picture. <laughs> but yours is the same era. Which pay per view sharing its name with a historical event took place? On February 14th, 1999. I know. Well done, Aria. Correct. Jeez, just the fucking the speed on this kid. <laughs> Trained her well. Ooh. Um, thinking of? Day Massacre St. Valentine's. Yes, St. Valentine's Day Massacre yeah, is what the a right jumble, answer. man. Yeah. I can see why you took so long. I would fucking <laughs> like, God damn. Okay. I like down on me pad, just in case. boy. <laughs> First round did absolutely nothing for anybody because it's a point apiece. And just like last week, round two is, of course, a two-player question, but everybody's on the same points. So I will let Moses pick a partner this week. Uh, next round is don't state the obvious. Each player is given a wrestler or a match type they must describe to their partner by writing down only three words. Oh. If the partner guesses correctly, you both win a point. However, if the opposing team have written any of the same three words, they block the points and score them for themselves. Interesting. So first of all, Moses, who do you want as a partner? Obviously, Phoenix, I'll be doing your, your clues. Uh, I'll take you know I'll take Phoenix as my partner. Okay, Chad, I'll be doing your clues. There you go. <laughs> Make okay, so, um, Phoenix, you need to write down three words mm -hmm. to give Moses a clue to something I'm about to send you. Okay. Uh, it is a match type. Match type. And I really Chad, hope it's TLC so I can write tables, ladders, and chairs. Cool. Chad, you and I need to write down three words as well, and if any of them match, we you get the points instead of either of those two. Okay, there you go. Okay. okay. So, uh, Phoenix, what three words have you written for Moses? Okay, uh, probably the most obvious. Uh, time limit, pinfall, and submission. 
That's four words. No, it's not. Technically, time limit is two. Yeah. Okay. We'll say, limit. We'll say limit. Okay. So <laughs> limit, pin, and what was the other one? Submission. I, I don't know, because if he says limit, Moses down knows it's time limit because of what's been said. <laughs> limit. Truth being told, I originally thought it was like a regular ass match because they actually have all three. If if Phoenix had literally just said limit, it, it would have played a completely different ball game to if he if he just said time. Because he said but that isn't even here. I'm just talking to myself. He's really froze again. He's really froze. I'm just ranting to myself. I mean, I regularly have a time limit, but what are you saying, Moses? Iron Man match. What match type do you think Phoenix is describing? Yes, it is. And if I wrote any of the same clues as Phoenix, you don't get the points. Dun, dun, dun. Which I did not. I had clock, points, and 60. Chad, did you have any of the same three as Phoenix? Well, yeah, technically I did, but I put mugged What did you put? I put what did you put? <laughs> but... Like I was saying when you froze, if Phoenix had just said limit instead of time, it it would have played a different ball game. But because he said time limit and then went to limit, Moses <laughs> already had the time in his head. So technically, I think I should get a point because I said time. In crayon. I thought time limit was okay. Good, so. Yeah, but you'd already said it. You can't then go, oh, I'll go for limit because technically he's already said time. Well, I basically had to change my answer, didn't I? So I he did. He just <laughs> got told his two words. It's not his fault. You know he can't it's read. It's not going to change anything, so points all around. Don't get mad at him. It's not his fault. He can't read. <laughs> <laughs> How to be the big dad. Okay. Rest. This next one is for Chad. So I need to write down three words to describe a wrestler to you. Moses and Phoenix need to do the same thing to block the points. So let me send everybody except for Chad the identity. No, send it to Chad. So you can... Tattoos, Snake, and Missouri. Crap. I put Viper, Apex, and Marine. I got Viper, Voices, and Evolution. Well, I mean, you weren't meant to say what you two had put until I guessed the actual word. Oh, fuck. Go on, who is it? Well, I'm going to guess it's Randy Orton. <laughs> yes. I mean, you were going to get it anyway. Well, <laughs> would you have got it from my free clues? Tones. I was like, right, okay, there's a few. You said Snake. I was like, okay, Orton. You said Missouri, and I was like, the Miz? <laughs> Miz isn't from Missouri. Missouri. It's from Ohio. Ohio. All right, that puts you on two. I was close with Viper. <laughs> yeah, that's a great one. It's always a good one. Right. I know. Everybody likes the Viper. Okay. So this time, uh, Moses has given clues to Phoenix, for also for a wrestler. Why have we given clues to you then, Daz? No, because I know who it is. Well, I so know So you're going to be gi- giving is. another one to me? Yeah. Okay. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um... Phoenix requires clues to a wrestler. That's unfortunate. Awesome. When you see who it is. I'm too fucking bad, Jack. All right. Oh, no, I want to change one. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, these are the fucking worst. 
Oh, these are the fucking worst. I've never been so disappointed <laughs> in my all my life. All right, we ready? Set okay, what clues you got out. for Phoenix? Okay, so we got Leopard, Moonwalk, Nailsworth. I think I know who it is. Oh, who is it? Carmella. Okay, you know how fucking you... hard that was to come up with like, like legit fucking goddamn bullshit. You both get a point, rod. unless Chad and I have written any of the same clues. Chad? What, what did you put? Fabulous. Corey. Corey, Moonwalk, and Fab. So you put Moonwalk. So I you put, put Moonwalk, yeah. I put Dance, Fabulous. Oh. I put Corey, but crossed <laughs> it out and put Money. All I right, was going so, to put something way worse, but I was like, nah, I can't do it. Thanks to the word moonwalk, point goes to Chad. Okay, hold on. <laughs> you don't hold me on here, player. You get it going. L-O-U-S, yes. I am fabulous. All right, chance for Chad to get another one now. Um, This is a match type for you. Got this. Do you know what? My Stranger Things top is literally there. When I saw <laughs> yours, I was like, oh, I should have put that one on. We, we should all have Hellfire Club t-shirts. Okay. Can, we're going to be the odd man now, and i got to start watching the show. Here's the clues for you, Chad, from me. See if you get it, who it is first. Blood, Foley, and Roof. Not who it is, but match type it is. Yes. So point Crap. to you, unless either of these two have written any of those Do you clues. write down Roof or something? Because I fucking didn't. I got cage, roof, and blood. <sighs> yeah! He got, he got two of my clues. I said cage, Damn. too. <laughs> I, I put red. Taker in mankind. You know what? Again, that's done nothing for nobody because we finished round two all on three points. <laughs> now, round three is rhyme time. You get two questions. The answer is rhyme with whichever. It's that simple. Oh, I hate this favorite. one. Zarya's <laughs> favorite. Oh, I always remember because I got it wrong the first time because I was trying to connect the words. You want to rhyme as well, do you? Okay. She's like, all I do is okay. rhyme, Jack. Chad, you're up first. Your two questions are first female WWE Grand Slam champion and Brazilian AEW star. Bailey Taikonti? Yes. Point two. Two on four. Next question for Moses. Well, next two questions. Five-time TNA Tag Team Champions and Celebrity who has competed at WrestleMania and Royal Rumble. Oh, fuck. Beer Money Bad Bunny? Yes. Oh, fuck nice. it, let's go. I wasn't sure if it was Bad Bunny or Johnny Knoxville. No, I I, okay, so my whole thing is okay. I was going to, something in my head kept telling me it was going to keep fucking, it was going to end up being like Motor City Machine Guns or something. I was like, oh, fuck that. Um, true, Johnny Knoxville would have been correct for the second question, but it also doesn't rhyme with beer money. Yeah, that's why I thought if he'd, if he'd got <laughs> um, Johnny Knoxville, Man. he'd be struggling to find the other one. Okay, both on four, last one for Phoenix. Two questions are, who faced the Macho Man at WrestleMania 10? 
And what is the act of giving a wrestler more prominent position? Did Daz so still? I don't know if he's frozen or just waiting. I was going to say, I can't tell if he's actually frozen <laughs> or if he's just like sitting there oh, waiting. Oh, oh shit, he's frozen, but still. <laughs> oh, the brain hurts. I can see the steam coming out of his ears. Are you going to get it? There he is, he's back. Let's be honest here. This is the fucking. I can't think. It's not easy. Nope. All right. Pass it. Is it? It um, is. President Bush. A push. I got it. I got it. It is push, though. Moses, who is it? Crush push. Crush. Going to crush. (laughs) Of all Uh, all the fucking nerds. I don't think I would have got that one. (laughs) By the way, (laughs) you know how many fucking votes Crush got? Big old fat. Right. It's unfortunate. Okay, next one is another team game. Um, wait, no, it's not. It's no, not. it's not. This one is a shouty one. Or shouty in Skype terms, raise hand. Hand raised. I'll <laughs> uh, try the little participant thingy. Um, the next round is called Jumble Jukebox, oh, which has hand. not appeared on House of Games. It's an original round just for the Ring of Games. Uh, in this one, I'm going to give you random buzzwords in a random order of a wrestler's theme song. Oh, when you sake. think you know what the song is, you either raise your hand or yell stop or both. And then I'll ask you for the answer. Do we only get one guess or can we like yeah, buzz one. it again? You get one guess each. For... Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you think you know which song these lyrics are part of in a random order, raise your hand or yell stop. If he turns around and says like in... The. <laughs> of. I've tried to avoid two letter words. boy. Okay. And. First song lyrics are these. Chase. Alive. Feel. Dream. Life. Clearly. Everything. Chad. <laughs> oh my god! You don't have to give me the song title, just whose song is it? Can I backtrack? Okay, you want to just carry on? I can, but you're frozen out if you do. Oh, in that case, no. Um... <laughs> what were the clues again? Is it Edge? It is Edge, yes. Ah, Metalingus. There was uh, one, one word. It was was it everything? Oh, clearly, yes. On this day, I see clearly. There was also come, see, behind, day, leave, chance, this, on, sorry, two-letter word, place, bitter, broken, and leave. I think I would have got it from any of that. <laughs> if you would have said that one, my guess definitely would have been Cody Rhodes. <laughs> when he said dream, I was like, ooh. That puts you on five. Next one. And again, you can go for this one, too. Here's the lyrics. Franchise. C. Now. You, soldier, storm, phoenix. Uh, Disagree, but okay. His screen lets up first. We hit the little raise button, though. I know it. Oh, uh, my time is now. Oh, fuck off. Uh, Four, 
John Cena. Wow. By or for same person. Rigged. John Cena, yes. Rigged. Fucking rigged. Rigged. He didn't put his hand up, but rigged. And where's your he literally put his hand up. Hand, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. He, he physically put his hand up. Yeah, rigged. well, this is about the technicals now. Rigged. Okay, points at the end of that round. Phoenix and Moses both on four, Chad on five. It's a lot closer as we go into the final round this week, which is the rich list. In this one, players write down an answer to a certain category. Got no room. All players receive a point. <laughs> no room. You receive a point if the answer is correct and nobody else has written it, including me. Dun, dun, dun. So we're looking for. Good luck to everybody besides Moses for this one. NWO members. I'm so confused. Hang on. So how many have we got to write down? As many as you can. Just one. A one? Just one, but if anybody else has written the same one, you don't get the points. Fuck! Oh, son of a bitch. The obscure guys of the fucking NWO. Oh, why am I going first? Okay, so I feel like all of you are going to try and go for like... What's the word that he said? Um, obscure. 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 But I think that Daz might cost me here. So I've gone for Scott Hall. Okay. Temple. Moses. Obscure time. Scott Norton. Or, okay. I don't know why I wrote Storm Norton like this is football. Scott Norton. And Phoenix. I'm guessing Scott seems to be a theme here because I went for Scott Steiner. Yeah, boy. Oh, oh. Okay, they are all correct answers. You all get a point unless I've written the same answer as one of you. Which I didn't. I wrote Dennis Rodman. Right on. My original (laughs) guess was going to be Vince. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, point apiece. Next one. Speaking of Vince, wrestlers who have competed with or against Mr. McMahon. Ah, fuck. There's a couple of obvious answers. Yeah. Would Battle of the Billionaires count? <laughs> uh, yes, no. just not the person that was in the corner because he wasn't actually against him. Fair enough. But I will count the people that were in the match. Uh, I'm already regretting this one, but I can't help myself. Can't do it. Have to do it. Why? Because it's for the brand. Oh, fuck. I'm erasing shit that ain't there. Pat McAfee. <laughs> Chad. Or some of the kids know him, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. I only know Pat McAfee from uh, that clip he did where he thinks Matt Groening's a time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. He is. Chad. I'm guessing you haven't gone Pat McAfee, or have you? Pat oh. McAfee, you son of a bitch. No point I thought no one two. else was going to go for it, are they? How the hell would you not think I'm not going to go for Pat McAfee? Because you want to go for obscure ones. Phoenix. Pat McAfee, you obscure. You put who? Eugene. 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 Oh. Okay, so <laughs> Phoenix has a point, unless I wrote Eugene. And he didn't write Eugene. Stephanie. He wrote his own daughter. God damn it, Moses. Okay. Don't get mad at me. Come on now, I'm the football guy. Hate the game, not the player. So, currently, we have one round left. Well, one topic left. 
Currently, Phoenix and Chad are both on six. Moses is on five. So this could be a decider. Go on, Moses. I want you to win this. Three-way tie. Yeah, I'm trying to, bud. Oh, Craig, if you or if you haven't seen any of McAfee's stuff, he did an interview with both Stone Cold and The Undertaker. And They're nice. fucking awesome. All right. Check it out. Final topic. You have, like, you have to. Celebrities that have guest hosted Raw. Oh, shit. There's a bunch of them. Uh, <laughs> I don't know any. There's a shit time. Oh, I'm just trying to think of one nobody else can think of. Um, I really don't know any. God, I feel like that's too easy <laughs> of an answer. <gasps> Loud noises. Even though they're only in his headphone. Mm-hmm. Everybody have an answer? Yeah. Yep. Okay, we'll start with Phoenix this time. Who have you got? I don't know if I spelt it right, but uh, Michael Strahan, I think that's his name. Yeah. Okay. One of you's got that, haven't you? <laughs> no. Okay, Moses, who have you got? Chris Pontius. <laughs> did um, did Hugh Jackman host it? Yes. Okay, I didn't I'm, go I'm for it. I'm assuming him. that's your answer. Oh. I went for the Muppets. <laughs> oh, sh- I went for the Muppets. Completely forgot about the Muppets. That, that's um, the right answer, though, right? Yes. <laughs> you know what? Let me just double-check. No! Oh, I rem- no, I remember vividly that they did and a really good job. and Miss Piggy at the top, and that one looks yep. like Seamus interacting with Seamus, but that's it. Yeah, yep. they definitely hosted it. There's also a segment with The Miz and Kermit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. With uh, Seamus and one of Yeah. Points to everybody, unless I wrote one of those, which I didn't. I wrote Freddie Prince Jr. All right. I was going to say, nobody's going to guess Chris Pontius. Michael oh, by the way, is, is the dude in the jockstrap dancing. From Party, Party, Party boy. Party boy. Okay, so final scores. Moses on six. And Chad and Phoenix joint first with seven. Very, very close this week. So on the overall leaderboard, uh, that's three points to Chad and Phoenix. Oh, Two points to Moses. So currently the leaderboard is Moses on four, Chad on five, Phoenix on six. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, we will see you next week for episode three of the Ring of Games tournaments. That's the weakest link. Travis the Walker Anderson. Dazzy, dazzy. Oh, Captain, my Captain, by God, you have done it again. You have gotten Travis the Walker Anderson bowed up. You may have noticed that I myself also came out to my own music today. You had a few valid points in your little video with your green screen wrestling ring. Well, 
This is no green screen. This is just my 75 inch flat screen feed. Now, before I get into you, I wanted to give a little shout out to Chad, the lawyer, Malcolm. I want to give a shout out to the Phoenix and El Jefe himself, Moses Marquez. I want to wish you luck going into the finals to determine who will come for me and my TV championship. At Fight for the Knowledge, I will defend both my titles. Not my crown, but my gold. Now, I'm not going to lie. I am not the best that Max Wrestling has to offer at Trivia. Everyone knows it. I started out as just a jobber in Trivia. But now I am a knowledge champion. So, I'm not going to pretend that I'm going to win it. I'm not going to pretend that I'm going to retain either title. But, that brings me back to you, Daddy. You see, you said at Promo Slam it will not be about faction versus faction. And that, sir, we will agree on. It will not be about House of Ashes versus the jury. It will not be about the Knowledge Championship. It will not be about the TV championship. Hell, it won't even be about my crown. It's not going to be about who has come back, who has left, or those that want to still come back. In fact, it's going to be even more than just the World Championship. Take you on a little flashback through time, my time in Max Wrestling. Since day one, I have followed Max Wrestling even before I even joined. And there was this one man that would every once in a while during a Max special, would cut a little video. And it would just get me so excited. It would get me bowed up. It got me ready for a fucking fight. And it's a man that I was never able to go one-on-one -on -one with. Not in competition. I did, however, go toe-to-toe -to -toe with you in an exhibition. And that's fine. It was fun. You say that was my best promo. It was when the walker was born. No, sir. The Walker was born the day that I joined Max Wrestling. If you don't even remember, in my first debut, there was articles written. I was the talk of the entire community that we had. I became undefeated for a long damn time. I went on to become promo champion. I have beaten the absolute best that Max 
had to offer. That's why every time I do step away, you all beg me to come back. You can't get enough of Travis the Walker Anderson. And you sit there and every week you call me the limper? Motherfucker, I showed up at Trivia Takeover and I took over. I took over the Knowledge Championship, the TV Championship. I took back my damn crown. You want that old school walker? You're gonna get it. Now I know that at Promo Slam, it's pirate themed. So I want you to set your sails. I want you to prep for battle. I want you to bring the gold. Because at Promo Slam, dead men tell no tales. And you, Captain, I personally will send you to the depths of Davy Jones' locker. You want the walker? You got him. Um, well, congratulations to Chad and Phoenix getting the double win this week. Phoenix maintaining the top of the leaderboard. But it's still very close as we go into week three next week. House. Time now for all those years of guess who to be put to the test as we guess the wrestler. Get rid I wonder who this could possibly be. Guess the wrestler. He's the bestler. Better, Better than, than all the wrestler. Better than all the wrestlers. That's right. He'll rule that ass. Uh, all right, so um, I got it the first week. Didn't get it last week. Let's see what we got this week. Okay, let me get you. I got me basic opening questions this time. All right, basic. That <laughs> a boy. Basic opening <laughs> questions. Gotta love it. All right, I want to look up one quick thing about this feller. Oh, it's uh, male. There we go. First question out the way. Crap. <laughs> Son of bitch. It's all right though. Question um, one: Is it male? Is a dude. Nah, I'm just kidding, but I got you. All right. Whenever you're ready. All right. And, oh, it's Question okay. it's one. Hold on. Got to get the teamer. There we go. All right. And go. Currently active. No. Okay. That does not narrow it down whatsoever. Um, have they been in WWE? Briefly. WCW? Briefly. ECW. Mainstay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, ooh, did he enter to uh, a very famous heavy metal band? No. Okay, so it's not Sandman. Um, Hall of Famer? God, I don't think he is, but I'm going to say yeah. Uh, is he a former ECW world champion? Yes. Ten seconds. Oh fuck! Oh, was he in TNA? Yes. Raven. No. Damn. Uh, Shane Douglas. No, I'll give you one last guess. Terry Funk. Sabu. Oh fucking Sabu! 
I don't think he is a Hall of Famer, actually. See, that I'm was not in WWE that anyway. My one and only thing. I was like, I'm. I don't think he is. See, but I was like, I know he did a TNA run. I know he was ECW champion, but I'm pretty sure it was like right at the beginning of ECW when yeah. it was still like Eastern Championship Wrestling. So, you know, I had to make it difficult. Yet it was like, I was hope. I was like, I was like, I was banking on you to be like, oh, like Rob Van Dam, and be like, nope. Fucking close though. Well, yeah, I mean, I would have gone Rob Van Dam, but of course, it was briefly in WWE, and he had a good lengthy run. I don't know why Sabu escaped my mind, but uh, the question that would have sold it: Did Chris Benoit break his fucking neck? Yeah. Yes. Yes, he did. All right. Um. So Sabu is pretty much a blast from the past, and sticking with blast from the past now for the A to B of Retro Rewind. And three, two, one. All right. So retro drops late this week. Um, fucking summer orientation. I swear to God, summer school sucks ass. But trust me, this is an episode of Retro One you don't want to miss. Last week I talked about how much I enjoyed watching Nitro. Your boy forgot to watch Raw, and the fucking thumbnail literally garnered grabbed all my attention. For November the 4th, 1996 episodes of Monday Night Raw, ladies and gentlemen, we get the Pillman break-in. Oh. So it's, it is it is that entire thing. It's, what is it? He said Glock. He said Austin 316 is going to have to meet Glock 9mm. Yeah, that's what we're reviewing this week. It's going to drop first thing Monday morning. Um, you're going to fucking love it. I absolutely had a fucking blast recording it so it is dropping monday there is no waiting there is no concern i just i had to build the anticipation i did not want to drop it in the middle of the week i felt like that would have been a lackluster thing but yeah this one was fun i mean we had i think fucking was it two three matches there's three matches i think one of them was a fucking double disqualification which just pissed me the hell off um the other one was fucking the iron not the iron chic uh fucking what's goddamn uh Great Collie's stupid name, the Sultan, not Great Collie, um, Rakishi. And then, of course, goddamn, I, every time I see fucking fake Razor and fake Diesel, I just want to vomit. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, fake Razor. At, le- at least with fake Diesel, you could kind of hide it behind the long hair and the sunglasses, but not fake Razor. Not fake Razor, nope. So for those who are curious of retro, uh, res- retro wrestler of the week, um, I first off, I couldn't pick either one of them, and nobody wrestled as good as this awesome segment. So it goes to both Brian Pillman and Steve Austin. All right. So uh, I'll have to figure out how that fucking theme's gonna go. <laughs> well, I mean, I I've given out wrestler of the week, modern wrestler of the week before for just a segment and not a match. So, oh no, trust me, I've done it before my dang self. Like I said, the Giant almost won the other week just from having such a damn good promo. Oh, Captain Insano. Captain Insano, throw no more Well, all right then. So for the Geek of the Week. Pencil neck geek, gritty freak, scum sucking P.S. with a lousy proceed. He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil neck geek.
right, Geek of the Week is super simple. He was the Geek of the Week. He was the hell. He would have been the Geek of the fucking whole year if I would have had my way. The second he popped up on the goddamn screen, and the first thing my son says is, he's got a pencil in his ear. Yeah, I'm talking to you, fucking goddamn, uh, fucking, what is it, Sanjay Dutt? You fucking nerd. Uh, yeah. Who celebrates and buys a bunch of fucking pencils? Who does that? Like, what fucking jack-off nerd are you to be fucking, I'm going to buy a bunch of pencils to celebrate victories that nobody's seen? You're fucking dumb. Um, the rea- like the reality that you're like best friends with Samoa Joe and had intense rivalries in Ring of Honor still does not wrap around my head properly. <laughs> um, and you're annoying as all hell. So this, I mean, there was no real reason to garner Geek of the Week for really anybody. There was nobody did anything super geek worthy, not even on Nitro or Raw, believe it or not. Um, besides this stupid double DQ. But I didn't want to give it the attention, to be honest with you. But, but I mean, like, in all reality, like, this thing, like, it blew my mind when he was just like, oh, well, we're celebrating, which means I bought a bunch of pencils. And I'm like, bro, are you a fucking teacher? Like, it's summer. Like, I don't know. None of it made sense to me. So he, it just, I was just like, geek, fucking geek. And then even, of course, here comes my five-year-old. Who are you calling a geek? That guy. Ah, oh, you're a geek. And he walks away. Good stuff. Quality home um... I watched Dynamite this morning, so it was I, I was wide awake. I was fresh as a daisy. Um, watched every match, watched every segment. I have no idea what Sanjay Dutt said. I just saw him screaming for like two minutes. That's the half the problem. Um, the other half is they allowed him to stand there and scream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck did that guy just say? Something about pencils. It's all about the goddamn pencils. Uh, so, from the negative to the positive, it's the best of the week. I say positive. There is also a dumbest moment of the week in this section, but we, we start off positive. Rest of the week, um, I'm going to give it to Tony Storm. Yeah. Uh, despite the stiffness from Shafir, Tony Storm did, had a great performance. I loved the pin, uh, oh, yeah. the roll up into the bridge. Very nicely Lovely. done. The the most powerful pin of all time, right? Uh, and and she just made me believe she she's uh, the next women's world champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, moment of the week undoubtedly goes to Okada's AEW debut. Um, and they're still looking for the roof. Yep. Fucking gone. Fucking gone. Some dude in Milwaukee's like, it's in my pool. It, yeah. It just felt special. And I keep mentioning his presence. That that presence is just unique. It's, it's presence alone sometimes. Yeah. Uh, and as for dumbest moment of the week, this happened outside of TV. Uh, it goes to Booker T opened his mouth again. Oh, God. Uh, he... Why do you guys do this to yourselves? <laughs> like, fuck me. Yeah, uh, he doesn't like the fact that Adam Cole is a skinny dude and basically thinks he needs to put some meat on the guy or put some meat on the kid or something like that. Did he tell um, that to Brett? Right. Did you tell that to Sean? Then shut the fuck up. Like, seriously, just stop. Just stop. Not everybody needs to be 6'6 in a fucking brick shit house anymore. Just stop. 
Not to mention, let's be real for a second. This fucking sport got way more athletic when all those guys stopped being massive. Yeah. And it's been way more entertaining because of it. Yeah, we stopped taking the steroids. We stopped worrying about the look of the wrestlers, and we started worrying about the work of the wrestlers, which, trust me, is way more fun to watch. Uh, So Adam Page came, well, apparently, seemingly came to Adam Cole's defense and just said he, he hopes when he's old and retired that he doesn't jump on a shitty podcast and just shoot his mouth off on the kids of wrestling today that are just trying to make a name for themselves. Love it. Yeah, right. I can totally see Hangman go back to being a teacher. Yeah. Just retire and go be a teacher. <laughs> listen, kids, don't pay attention to old wrestlers. Don't, don't listen to old wrestlers. <laughs> uh, God damn it, Jimmy. You got detention. Oh, well, I don't want detention. Well, you're going to get a buckshot now. Bam. Especially if they worked for WCW. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, God damn. Because when I saw Adam Page's tweet, I thought it was about Eric Bischoff. Because I thought, what Me the too. shit he said now? Then I read about Booker T uh, saying shit about Adam Cole. That, oh, that, that's oh, what it is. This asshole. So those are your moments of the week. And your week is complete. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and spending your Thursday with us. You know where to find us at Max Rossing UK on Twitter, at the Captain 512 and at SMRPodNet. Once again, the website is MaxRossing.net. Yes, one. And now listen up, you pencil neck geeks, because this is what Moses has for you this week. That's right. So this is what's going down. As I mentioned, Retro got pushed, but it will drop Monday. November 4th, 1996 is the episode dates if you want to watch along. Voting will go up on all the lovely platforms Saturday. Why Saturday? Because I'm just waiting for the weekend, mainly just because, I don't know, it just seems that way. More interactive people. It'll go up on Saturday. It'll go up on uh, Facebook, up on Twitter. Uh, make sure you hit your polls. Multiple Wrestler of the Week candidates. I do not have the list in front of me right now. And I'm not about to click it open and wait all that time. So uh, just know that there's going to be a list of four guys up on there. You pick. We'll figure it out. And, uh, yeah, quality, quality stuff. Besides that, we have a special – I have a special thing going on. I've been talking many a times about the boys, the TSK. And uh, – Well, the boys want to get into the business, if you know what I'm saying. So, Sunday is Forbidden Door. Monday, we review Forbidden Door. So, I don't know when it'll drop, but sometime next week, you're going to get... We haven't decided the name yet. We've come up with weird names like Whacking Hands Only or or For the Boys (laughs) or Hell, you know... Uh, doing the helicopter, just a weird, weird names, just weird ass, like BTE kind of bullshit names. And it's literally going to be all the guys in the TSK hoping to throw a couple other dudes in there at the same time. And we're going to in-depthly review um, Forbidden Door and then maybe make it a thing. But right now it's mainly just going to be Forbidden Door. Door is open. The door is open. And trust <clears throat> me, we're talking. Uh, the road is also open. Uh, open road season two, episode five is coming soon. I know they're not exactly coming out every week this season. Um, they're fucking they, pain in the ass to edit. I'm sure they they really are. <laughs> um, but you know it will come soon. Watch this space, and like I said, we do also have six and seven coming up on the way. So 
Uh, there is plenty more open road to come before the end of the season, which is probably going to be Christmas at this point. <laughs> I believe <laughs> it's all good, though. Uh, sub on YouTube, follow on SoundCloud, Twitter, TikTok, and all the media sociales. And with that said, join us next week for Ring of Games Week 3, the Fallout to Forbidden Door. And, oh yeah. That's right, guys. As Regal says. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. And good night. That's right. Too sweet you out there. We'll catch you Sunday.